Hello everybody, welcome to episode number 10 of the Game Changers Podcast. My name is Quinn Sejus and it's a pleasure to be here with you as always. Episode number 10 features a young lady with a passion for sharing with others. She's a nurse by profession and she uses her knowledge of her industry to inspire others in an amazing way. Her name is Tasha Alexander Lord. Hello, Tasha. Uh, hi, Queen. How are you? Fine, thank you. I'm fine. I'm doing very well. You know, I always say it's a pleasure to have conversations with creators like myself. Yes, yes. It's a good time. It's a, a definitely a good time. And I hope that this conversation does it justice. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Oh, eh? We'll get straight into it. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Okay, so um, hi everyone. My name is Tasha Alexander-Lord. I am currently 28 years old. Um, I am a nurse. I'm from St. Lucia, but I currently live in the UK. It's three years now. Um, I love um, anything to do with health and fitness. Um, What are my hobbies? Do I really like? have hobbies i don't like reading i don't like any of these other hobbies so <laughs> don't forget about that, that that's it <laughs> okay pretty interesting so you said you're into nursing right you're a nurse yeah why nursing though um actually i I I wouldn't say I would be lying if I said that I always wanted to be a nurse. Um, I remember mm-hmm. I was nine years old and I was watching a movie and there was a man who had cancer um, in the movie and he died. And I remember growing up and saying, "Oh my goodness, I need to grow up and find a cure for cancer. Um, I need right. to be a doctor." So I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking of all of that. And so my initial plan was to um, go into study medicine, um, and I would have been a neurologist and all of that. Anyways, I went. Um, I started going to AMU to do the pre-med um, course um, and then mm-hmm. the lecturer was telling me at the time like AMU wasn't really um, accredited so the lecturer pulled me aside and she was telling me that I'm wasting my time and money there um, because this school is not accredited and I will just it'll just be a waste of time so she was telling me right. um, why don't you apply for like Cuba or um, nursing and then see if you like it and maybe from nursing you can go into medicine so I decided, okay, I'll apply for nursing at SAFA. And then I went into nursing. And then I feel like I feel like when you get there, that's when you realize, oh, that's what it really is. So I went right. into the hospital and realized that um, the doctors, um, that's, that was my perception at the time, the doctors didn't really have a life. And I know the type of person I am. As much as I would love my job, I have a life, a big life outside of my job. And so for me, I realized at that point that medicine was not it. And I think initially you were thinking that you're going to go in there and make that difference. And you'd be surprised that um, like modern medicine 
yes, you make a difference with the patients that you interact with and people you interact with, but you cannot make that, you're not able to make that big difference that you thought you would make as a child. Um, and so I went into mm. nursing and I loved the experience that I had with patients. Um, I just love, I love interacting with them. In the movies, you see the doctors, they go and they're there with the patients and they spend right, all the right. time and they move the patient. Ah, that will never happen. Not in real life. <laughs> so it's right. not the nurses that are there with the patients all of the time. And so I decided, you know what, I, um, I like that. I, you know, I like that. And I think God put me there for a reason. And so I decided, okay, I'll just stay in this thing. Wow. Wow. That's a pretty interesting yeah. story. Wow. That, that's something. <laughs> okay. So you said that you're St. Lucian, but yeah. you're not currently in St. Lucia. No. Tell the people a little bit about that. Why is that? Um, so when I completed my nursing degree, um, I that was 2015. Mm -hmm. And then I started working in 2016. Um, I started working in intensive care um, at Victoria Hospital. And I worked there for about um, two years. And then right. I felt as if I wanted more. Like sometimes you you feel like you want more, you want to see more, um, you want to learn more. And especially um, career-wise, I really wanted to see um, what was out there. I know um, like at VH, we were very limited with the supplies that we had, with the equipment, with the procedures and all of that, we were so limited. And so I wanted to go um, to someplace where I had better opportunities. Um, and also at the time, I felt like nursing was really, really stressing me out and draining the life out of me because um, we won contracts three months, like every three months we would get a contract um, from the government and we had to go and fight for our own money we worked hard for. You have to go in treasury and quarrel with the people for your own money. <laughs> and then um, you couldn't really get a loan. So there was no like future there. It was just like, I felt like right. you went to school, um, you studied so hard, you did so well, and then you were just being treated like, you know, that was ridiculous. So I decided, okay, you know what? Maybe it was time for me to try something different. Um, I didn't really, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that I was thinking or I should go to the UK or I should go to the US. Um, I I know I wanted to leave. And so the UK was the faster option because the US takes a, a few years or like maybe a year plus. And I wanted to leave um, very quickly. So I decided I'll apply for the UK. Um, and then I got there and I actually liked it. So and that's how I ended up here. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> So tell us about your transition, though. We know St. Lucia and the UK are very different places. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tell us about that, that transition, culturally and professionally as well. Um, I feel like, okay, let's start professionally. Um, in terms of work, like, honestly, I feel like while I when I was back home, I was feeling like I was this close, this close to leaving um, because it was right. draining the life out of me. It was draining the life out of me. Um, and then I felt like coming here, it was so different. Now at VH, it was like, they'll just drop you and either you sink or you swim. Um, but right. here, okay. 
Um, I think because there's so many professional bodies, they make sure that you get all of the training. So that's one thing I love, that you will be trained about every single thing, every procedure, every equipment, you will get the training on it. Um, and I felt like the management was a lot more supportive. Um, so, you know, like sometimes it's always like a fight down. If you want to do something, you want to go somewhere, um, people telling you, oh, like they will try and see how they can sabotage you. I felt like for right. me here, it's different. Like if you decide, oh, you want to try something different, your managers will be so happy to give you a reference. Oh, you're young, you know, do things. And like, so I felt like that was um, something that I really loved. And also, um, if I'm being honest, I love like where I work. There are things, I mean, everywhere you go, there's things that you might not always like. But um, in terms of job-wise, mm -hmm. I enjoy the job that I do. Um, culturally, I feel like, um, when I just came, the biggest culture shock for me was, um, I was staying at the hospital, the compound, and, um, I saw so many cigarettes, so many cigarettes on the floor. So I was wondering what's happening here. Wow. <laughs> you know, in St. Lucia, you're thinking, oh, just the bad boys that are smoke. Oh, you know, but then yeah. everybody smokes. The doctor smokes, the nurses that manage, everybody smokes. And so that was one of the biggest things for me. Um, and uh, what else? I feel like there's a good mix of people from different cultures. One of the things I love about here is you get to meet people from countries you've never even heard of before. Um, so I love that. Mm -hmm. And when they have like little work events, they will um, bring all of the food from their different cultures. They'll wear all of the food from the, their clothes from their culture. And I love that. So for me, the transition was, I think I didn't really, I didn't go and feel really sad or homesick initially. Um, because it was so exciting it was something new so you were excited to just see what's happening and then my husband came a few right. months after so um both of us i guess we had each other you know to help us get through the you know that transitioning period so i feel like it was fairly okay the transition game changers proudly supports kids health creative a publishing house encouraging children ages 4 to 12 to live healthy lifestyles all while having good clean fun. Get the latest book, Be Smart, at 10% off when you use promo code QUEENST at checkout. That's Q-U-I-N-N-S-T at checkout. Get yours today. Want access to all things Game Changers? Here's what to do. Visit our website at www.changers758.myshopify.com Get access to the latest podcasts. Check out our weekly chess moves. Get yourself some neat merch. And so much more. We look forward to seeing you. Log on today. Hello everybody, I hope you're enjoying the episode. This episode was made possible through a platform called Riverside FM. It's a platform that I've grown to love and it really does justice to creators. Unlike Zoom or other platforms, it records content locally and then uploads it to the cloud so you have a seamless video. If you are a creator and looking to get into this space, 
this is the platform for you. Click the link down below to get started today. Okay, yes. so um, you got to the UK and while you were there, okay, well, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. You thought of an idea to document your process uh-huh. and to tell your story of how nursing is a- abroad and, you know, shed some light to it. Uh-huh. Why was that? Why, why did you decide to share your story for us? Um, I think you would realize by now that most of what I do is not intentional. Like I always end up doing something just because I'm <laughs> So right. for me, I, I, I used to get so many people reaching out to me, asking me, oh, what is it like? What is it like? And I'm here in um, like Facebook Messenger or Instagram trying to type all of that or sending voice notes talking about it. And I felt like it was a, a recurring thing. And I was, it was really frustrating for me having to keep telling everybody the same thing. So I figured, you know, if I put the content one place, people can go and see it. Every time they ask me, I will send them. Yes. Um, and so I decided I will do that. And then since after doing that, then more people started reaching out to me from other parts of the world, um, just thanking me for the information and telling me that it was helpful and they've used it. And I feel like I felt like that was encouragement for me, seeing that these are people I don't know from anywhere. I have never even seen these people and they think so highly of you just because, you know, you're sharing information with them. Um, And so. I decided, you know what, I will continue. Because initially it was just, just to do a few videos. It's there and people can see if they want to. And then people kept asking questions and giving me suggestions for videos. And I just decided, okay, I'll continue. And it's something that I have enjoyed doing. Wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> so you started this up. And I'm guessing you started to gather a following in. Yeah. And okay, so then you decided to make it bigger. So not just a YouTube channel, but you know, brand it as well. Uh What encouraged you to do that? For like now that we're speaking of of branding, it's I'm still maybe I feel like this video probably will help somebody who's not really sure where they at business wise. Um, I know that the few persons that you okay, right. are very well established businesses, um, but I am all over right. the place. So um, for me, initially my, I, I, my, my goal was to reach like black people and help them to have um, a better quality of life. Right. So, um, the first thing, I don't know if you've noticed that during the pandemic, I started um, selling like health products in St. Lucia. It was not my yes. intention to do that either. But I, I started doing live <laughs> videos um, on Facebook talking about health. Then people started commenting, right. like telling, I'm telling people, you need, if you're a diabetic, you should be monitoring your blood sugar. You have um, hypertension. You should be, you know. So people say, I said, oh, but where can I get the, you know, they start commenting. Where can I get the machine? Where can I get? And I, I wasn't sure if it was available in St. Lucia. Afterwards, I found out, yes, it is um, available. But I decided, you know what? I will take a list of people. I think it was 
10, 10 people or 20 people at a time who wanted blood pressure and blood sugar monitors. And I decided, okay, I will send it and sell it for them. Um, and then after mm -hmm. that, then people started contacting me, asking me if I have, and I decided, okay, you know, I will continue to sell, um, to sell it. But the reason I started it because I felt like people needed to be more health conscious. And it's only when I yes. moved here, I noticed that in our culture, we're not really health conscious. The reason I say that is I would have elderly people, 80 something years old, and you come to give them their medication and they will tell you, no, that's not the time they're taking the medication. They're taking it in the morning at 6 a.m. And they will tell you the name and what is the dose. 80 something year olds. Then you would have St. Lucian's 30 wow. something year old taking medications and they, you're asking them the name. They don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, used to say, yes. I used to say, seriously, this is ridiculous, you know? And I felt like it's not people's fault. Um, they don't know. They they expect that like the health professionals will be in charge of the health. But as you can see, people like health professionals are humans, just like everybody else. They will make mistakes. So you mm -hmm. have to be responsible yep. for your own health. And so I started making live videos, um, giving people tips on when you go to the doctor, what questions to ask, um, what information to have and all of that. And so that is where I was going. So my um, brand is Excellus Noir. Um, which means black excellence. And um, mm -hmm. I decided to do Excellus Noir because it sounds fun fancy. And also kind of, kind of <laughs> right. because it's um, French. It's French. And because I'm in St. Lucia, we kind of are almost French. So I decided to do that brand. And I like it because I want to push people to be their best. And the thing with that is that everybody's best might vary, okay? So your black excellence might be to get your PhD, your doctor, you know, have a, be a doctor somewhere and do something. Right. Somebody's own would be to just have a family, living, making sure they're taking care of their family. And so I want everybody to be able to know that, you know, whatever they decide that they want to do, they're able to um, do it, but they have to put in the effort. So it's kind of all over the place. I'm hoping that one day the Lord will just make the path straight. <laughs> but that is <laughs> right. my end goal, to help people to live a better quality of life. That's what I want people to have, a better quality of life, um, by helping people to make better decisions. So that is, you know, where I was going with the branding. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Um, I find it pretty interesting you said that, you know, organize as a business. Because listening to what you're saying, and based on my business background, so you found a niche, and the niche wanted the product, and you're supplying the product. I don't yeah, see anything yeah. wrong with that. You're doing pretty well. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's a pretty yeah. good start, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so definitely, I see you on a, a path to success, so. So all so. the best with that I for sure. So. Yes, thank you. For sure, for sure. I believe, I believe. I definitely believe. And I will support as well. Yes. The reason I would say that I feel like I'm not really organizing what I'm doing is because I have so many plans. Um, and right, I, right. I don't want to say that I feel like my job is keeping me back. But because of my job, and plus I'm studying as well for the same job, um, I don't get the time, mm -hmm. like that's the thing. So you feel like you don't have the, you don't get the time that you need to invest. And I feel like that's probably where people struggle, where you 
you work you work and you have a business because you want to invest as much time in your business because it is yours um but at the same time you know you have to do your job so um that's where i am i'm hoping that you know like i said god will sort it out um so that i can help as many people as possible because i feel like there is a need there i definitely see that there yes. is a need um and so i'm hoping that god will work it out yes i believe he will yeah, i definitely believe he would yes you know um and going back to your point about the name that's the same reason i picked my name the french connections <laughs> you know french is sexy that's the only reason i i picked the name like legit that's the only reason i picked the name <laughs> so once it aligned with my business slightly it would have been the name yeah because yeah. it's french so yeah i i get that i get that <laughs> and your struggle to be honest tasha is the struggle of most if not all small businesses so you think that you don't have time you think that you know you're not sure about yourself which is common yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's important that you actually speak about that because too often we look at the big and broad side of business but we don't look at the struggles or the hard work that is put in behind the scenes yeah so i i i get that and i i resonate with that on a personal level and i think you, you know your story would definitely inspire somebody to start at least yeah and to push themselves I forward so. so i like that actually um for a young person who is looking to get into nursing first of all what would your advice be to them oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing with me the type of person i don't know like if you maybe people have told you about me i i try to be as honest as possible like that's me. and that's what we want that's what we want yeah i don't fabricate things um because i don't like i i don't like people to be surprised <laughs> Um mm-hmm. if a young person comes to me and says okay I think I want to do a nurse I I want to be a nurse I would first ask them why do they want to be a nurse because nursing oh. is is very difficult if I'm being honest it's very difficult and if you're just looking for a job there are easier jobs please choose the easier yes. job it's very rewarding you will be so proud of yourself all what you thought you couldn't do and you do it but most of the times i would tell you like 60% of the times i just think wow wow this job is going to kill me that's that's why i think yeah wow like the shift, the shift work um the long hours that you have to work not really having a good social life um mm-hmm. because you can be working any day of the week it's it's a lot to think about um but you have to do it only if you love it and i know sometimes i always see people post about oh and people getting into nursing for money people going to be nurses for money there is no money i don't know what people talking about there's no money <laughs> there is no money um but i think i would tell somebody that you first find out about it um if it's something that you love if you love health and if you love communicating with people then you probably will enjoy nursing if you're more to yourself very introverted and um 
although there are people i had colleagues who you know they barely said a word they were so shy and timid mm-hmm. and all of that and um you know they're flourishing as nurses now so um it's something challenging but you will um feel like you know you're happy you did it you would have some regrets yes but most of the times you'll feel like you know you were happy you were able to help somebody um or to save somebody so i right. don't know i feel like i would really want to speak to the person <laughs> to make sure you know I, yeah yeah i feel you i feel you that makes sense okay so you spoke about the nursing side of things what um, about the creator side of things What would you advise a creator? So if there's um okay, let's start with YouTube, my YouTube channel. Be consistent. Right. Be consistent. For me, a I'm big not one, eh? I can testify. I'm not being consistent at the start of my initially when I just started it, I was really like trying to get videos because you know you're trying to get to the first thousand subscribers. Um, and then you're trying mm-hmm. to get to the 4,000 hours to get monetized. And then afterwards, like, you know, life got in the way and you really don't have energy all the time to be doing, to make, to be making YouTube videos. Um, even the research that comes with it. Yes. However, this year I decided that I will try to be more consistent. So I said, okay, I'll post two videos a week, mm. which I'm struggling to do. Um, but because I said I will do it, you know, I just drag myself and do it. Sometimes I'm up like midnight making a video just because I said I would do it and I try to get it done. Yeah. Um, but if you enjoy it, if you love doing stuff like that for me, I excuse me, I love speaking, I love putting information out there. So even if I have to drag myself to make the video, when I start making it, I'm enjoying myself. So it's just the, the enjoy yourself, yes. to, uh, to get me. <laughs> yeah, so be consistent. Yeah, I get that. Um, what I would say I've noticed is, um, I think probably coming from the Caribbean, we're at a disadvantage. Um, first of all, because we come from a small island, most, time pe- most times people will support people just because they know you initially on YouTube. Um, just because mm-hmm. they know you, that's when you'll get the subscribers. Um, and then we come from a small island. So even me up here, I do get subscribers, yes. But there are people who start YouTube videos, like people from um like nigeria like big countries and then if they they would start like yesterday and they have like two thousand subscribers already because they come from much bigger countries and so as soon as somebody look and they see oh another nigerian they will say oh they'll gravitate towards that um for me people will say oh that sounds like a caribbean accent so they will follow um but initially i feel like and especially st lucians they're not impressed like most of my subscribers is not um (laughs) from st lucians most of the the people who follow me are not um St. Lucians. Um I think maybe it's just not our thing. I don't know. Maybe I don't even know why. Yeah, not yet. Because for me, anytime I see any St. Lucian, no matter what the content is, as long as I see a St. Lucian pop up on my YouTube thing or I see somebody share something, I will go and subscribe to it. Just because I know it yes, doesn't take out of me. Yeah, it takes nothing out of you to support somebody like that. So, um, but I guess not everybody thinks that way. And so, but I think if you are consistent, um, and I know that people say a lot of the effort has to be with like making sure you have like 
quality videos. Um, but I think we, what I've noticed mm -hmm. in YouTube um, is that they go, they focus a lot on the consistency, and even if the videos are yep. ridiculous, but you post very consistently, they still push the video out out there. So if you feel like you love putting information out there and sharing with other people, then go for it. Lovely, lovely. I I will definitely take that advice for myself. And I hope our viewers will take it for themselves as well. Yeah. All right. I think that the consistency. Today's yeah. just move. Pardon? The consistency, the consistency definitely helps. Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, uh, today's chess move comes from the audiobook The Power of Purpose by Les Brown. It's a set of audio tips. You know, Les Brown is a legendary motivational speaker and he has released a set of audiobooks on Audible and The Power of Purpose is a major and a great one for somebody who is just looking for content to listen to and definitely for people who want to be inspired. So go check out The Power of Purpose by Les Brown. What an amazing young lady. What an amazing episode. You know, Tasha reminds me that any and everybody can become a creator. All it takes is imagination and willingness to try. I want to thank Tasha for being such an amazing guest. You would wonder, you know, why don't we have this quick hitters element like the last time? The truth is, guys, my phone died right in the middle of the recording. So we cannot have the quick hitters element today. But we thank Tasha for coming on either way. This has been Game Changers episode number 10. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.